Welcome to the Climber's Exit, a canyoneering community podcast, talking anything and everything canyoneering. And now, here are your hosts, John Sanchez and that guy, Steve. What's up, everybody? Steve here with John, and it has been a while since we've talked to you. Hey, what's up, everybody? Two weeks, right? Right, John? We took a little two-week vacation. <clears throat> it, it may have been three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's two, though. I'll say it's two. That's, that's my guess. But, uh, man, even though we took a two-week, possibly three-week pause on the podcast... We have done so much. Yeah. Nonstop canyons. Nonstop. And it's that time, right? It's springtime. It's, it's, uh, it's the time of year, man. You just, we're trying to get out as much as we can and do as much as we can and meet as many people and, you know, experience these things. But, um, yeah, dude, fill me in. Where should we start with, with what we've been doing? You know, I, I know that we had said that we wanted to talk about the Pine Creek meetup because um, mm-hmm. we didn't really ever go over that on on a on the uh, on the show. I think right after Pine Creek, we had uh, our our PNW episode, and mm-hmm. so we haven't really had a chance to recap on that. And I know that we kind of wanted to take some time to talk about what that was like for the people that weren't there. Obviously it was a lot of people. So, uh, like, like give us, give us like a picture of what, what was it like, Steve? Well, you know, I want to start with the beginning of, we put this, this meetup together and, you know, John and I, we, we really waited to the last second to make a decision on what we were going to do. (laughs) Yeah. And, (laughs) So we apologized to everybody, but everything worked out great and, you know, it ended up being an amazing, amazing trip. Um, but we, we held off as much as we can, we could, based on the fact that we are trying to get permits to run canyons in Zion National Park, uh, which John and I were both putting permits in, just, okay, let's get it. Hopefully we get it. And as some of you may know, the permit system, it's a uh, lottery. The lottery, yeah. correct. I, I, there is confusion between a permit system and a lottery, but the lottery, um, it was, was it two days before? I mean, it was definitely the week of. So I think you had you had gotten yours in like the week before and we had kind of talked about, well, what if that was a good, you know, what if that was a possibility? And like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just, I'll just throw one in, you know, just in case and, and it was, I, I remember talking to you about it and you kind of made, made the joke and it was like, you know, like, well, what if we actually get it? And, <laughs> and I think your response was like, well, you know, like, we'll just throw a wrench in things. Yeah. And what happened is I got a, when they did the drawing, um, you know, I got a nice little sad email saying I wasn't selected and John, thank God he jumped on and, and. Uh, did one also he was selected yeah so it was awesome that we were able to get the lottery for pine creek in zion national park in utah and um it definitely threw a wrench in things but i think the crew that showed up and everybody who who met up with us 
it was a good surprise. Yeah. And they were really excited about being able to do such an iconic Canyon like Pine Creek. Um, well, I mean, logistically, so then we- like there, there were a couple things that were a little bit of a challenge, like Pine mm-hmm. Creek, for those of you that may not know, um, I think we can look up the rating here in just a minute, but Pine Creek is, uh, um, it's a wet 3B. Canyon 3B, right? So mm-hmm. wetsuits are required. We've kind of talked about some incidents that have happened in Pine Creek in the past because people didn't have wetsuits. And so we wanted to make sure that everybody had wetsuits. So <clears throat> we were like, okay, we're going to, I, I remember Steve, you, you kind of reached out to a couple of different groups. Um, and mm-hmm. we, we ended up with uh, a really awesome shop down in St. George, right? Yep. Uh, Adventure plus adventure plus. Yep. Um, yep. we rented like six wetsuits from them, bought two wetsuits, mm-hmm. uh, and we just kind of coordinated and then, um, and, and real quick, John, not to cut you off, but shout out to TJ, the owner of adventure plus for staying open past the closing time, just so that John and I could get there to get the wetsuits for our team, you know, Oh yeah. We talk about the community helping each other out. Like this guy was like, you know, we were in communication with him. Like, Hey, we're driving down from salt Lake. Um, please stay open. I think what, what were you like 45 minutes after they were closed and just shout out to TJ for, for staying open and helping us out Yep, with the wetsuits. And you know, he was great and his rentals were super awesome too. You know, he, his, uh, his wetsuits were really nice. And, uh, the cool part was, uh, as part of the package, he rented out, um, bestered canyoneering boots. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of us got to try those out. And, um, that was something that was really, I, I really wanted to try those cause they're, you know, they're not really easy to find in stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Um, yeah. So once we got the wetsuits, uh, that was the night before, uh, we were going to run the Canyon, which mm-hmm. was Friday. Yep. And we ran the Canyon Saturday. So at that point, um, I was in St. George doing, doing some other things on, on business and, uh, you had the camping location up closer to Zion and, and yeah, well, that was kind of, that was kind of the, the cool part about our group too, was, uh, we, we were kind of coordinating through like some Facebook group messaging about camping and, um, one of uh one of the listeners had had gotten to uh down there first Jeremy um and he's like mm-hmm. hey here here's a pin you know we're we're camped out here and so we camped with him and then a, a couple other groups camped in a different spot um uh, and then you know we're like all right we're going to all meet up it uh in Springdale in the morning yep to uh to go into the park yeah and I was, uh, I think I left really early from St. George. Unfortunately, it was Iron Man weekend. Yeah, that's <laughs> so right. that was pretty crazy. But um, ultimately, we met up with everybody. We kind of got in each other's cars, introduced ourselves, got to you guys left, and you got the permits, drove to the trailhead. We all met up and did our introductions and got geared up and jumped right in it you know if you know pine creek it's 
you're right in it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, we were literally, I, I remember the, the, we were a group of what, like 10, 10 yep. waiting in that um, first little small mini pothole at the first rappel. All of us were in the water, kind of just getting to just know deep each, of water, getting to know each other while uh, while we were setting up the rappel and and going down it. And uh, you know, it, it, so Pine Creek is uh, a canyon that has quite a few rappels, and because we were such a big group, we kind of tried to um, split into two groups of five. Uh, to kind of move through the canyon a little bit more efficiently. We, we tried to leapfrog, right, Steve? Tried. Um, it was a little difficult to do. Um, yeah, that was, that was the plan. And there was, you know, when we got to that first pothole, we did wait for a group to go down, right? And when we were in the pothole and our group started to go down, we did have a group behind us and then they ended up getting a group behind them. So it was pretty, pretty packed in there. We came up with the idea to, to leapfrog. I think it, I mean, I don't think it really, I guess it kind of worked out. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think it, there was a couple areas that we ended up getting bottlenecked, uh, especially the, the third rappel into the deep pool, the first swim, the first swimmer, the the cathedral rappel. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the time that kind of, we just were like, you know, yeah, the water's freezing cold and, and we're kind of bottlenecked here and we just kind of just kept going. Yeah. That was kind of where a lot of the swimming started too, was right after that. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny hearing stories of people. And, and there was a, there was a guy that, that was with us that did it before and there was no water in Pine Creek when he did it. Um, I think it was Jeremy, right? And uh, it's just funny hearing stories about how different canyons are. You know, when we have this epic story of when we went, I mean, we're swimming in bitter it was so cold, cold water. Yeah, it was so cold. I mean, I got some, during that long swimmer down the dark corridor, I got some water down my down my neckline, and I it. Oh man, it was like a thousand needles just stabbing into me. I'm like, yep. wow, this is intense, you know. And, um, and and we were wearing what four three millimeter, four three. Everybody had on, <clears throat> and only some people had gloves. Mm. I did not have gloves. I and was I, one of the ones that did same, that, my, and it was I a was, mistake. I had gloves, but I had lost one, like I think in the car or something beforehand. So. It, it it I was really really suffering because of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not having gloves was not not great. Yeah, I was like, if somebody asked me, well, what would you do different on that? Nothing except for bring gloves. Bring gloves. Bring <laughs> <laughs> gloves. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it was so cold, so cold. Um, but amazing, beautiful. You know, it's, it's more than I expected it to be. You know, I had high expectation of the canyon just you know, from all the, the reviews and just the the way, it, you know, it's, it's such an iconic canyon. And doing the canyon exceeded my high expectations, which you know doesn't seem to happen a lot, but just gorgeous. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think back on it and I definitely, um, a lot of the repels 
really stand out. You know, they're not just like run of the mill repels. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, even ugh, that, that last section into the, into the big cavern with the little tiny waterfall afterwards was definitely just mm-hmm. like so cool to, to, I, I mean, I, I've, felt really lucky I was able to go down I think maybe third and um and watch pretty much the whole group kind of come down um yeah. and it's just such a cool room to just sit and chill out in and um and you know get ready for for the exit which I've had worse I'll be <laughs> I'll real I'm real honest about you know exit mm-hmm. hikes I've I've definitely had worse Yeah I you know the exit was I would say challenging, but it wasn't something that I think back on and was like, oh my gosh, that was, that was rough. I still, it was challenging just because of the boulders and it's a lot of maneuvering over and under and, you know, on the sides and, you know, but once you get out of the, the long boulder field, you know, it's, it's, it was challenging but nothing crazy. This, this, the slog was not as bad as the one I had experienced in for comparison subway, you know, a couple months earlier, yeah. like the subway exit is a lot more tedious. Um, yeah. And I found myself in this exit, taking a lot of photos in the exit, which that doesn't really happen for me in exits. Exits are for me. Most of the time, throw the camera in the backpack, just, put yourself in third gear and just keep going to get it done with. Yep. But I did find myself taking a lot of photos and, you know, having a lot, a, a really enjoyable time on the exit with just how cool the little puddles and the waterfalls, small trickles and different things. And just the way the, yeah. And the, I mean, the, the way it was laid out. That also reminds me like this whole Canyon was definitely one part you know, really cool Pine Creek experience. But the second part was just like, it was a really great social experience. Like I wasn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. going through the Canyon um, trying to focus on, you know, how quick and efficient I was going through the, through it. Um, you know, like that was, I think happening to the degree that we could have it happen with such a large, large group. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's really cool to have an opportunity just to like, to know people chat with people um you know we had a a few people that were there for their first canyoneering experience and Mm -hmm. um you know like it's it's also really cool to kind of like enjoy the canyon through someone else's experience too so um you know we had a lot of really cool moments of like uh oh wow i've never tried it like this before you know we had people who were on descenders they hadn't tried before um, and just kind of talking about their different experience with gear and what they liked and what they didn't mm-hmm. like. Uh, so, uh, it, it was a couple really, climbers, right? Yep. A couple climbers. Um, so it was really unique in that way too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And everybody came from all different directions, which was cool. Um, all in all, we ended the day safe, happy. Yep. Um, it was such an, Epic experience. Yeah, we went out. We went out to eat afterwards, people. right? Yep, we went to the Thai restaurant. If, if I remember, right, yeah, right outside like of the park. Ago. Yeah, right outside the park, and um, 
yeah, we went to the Thai restaurant and then uh, I think you guys went back to camp and I went back to St. George and yeah, it was, it was great. It definitely was for me, you know, a nine, nine and a half out of 10. It was almost the perfect, the perfect weekend. Phenomenal. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to doing another one. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to figure out kind of what the logistics looks like in terms of when that happens. But I, I mean, this was mm-hmm. just super, super, super fun. So. Yeah. And how spontaneous it was, it was everything just <clears throat> fell perfectly in place, which was great on our, on, on our part and on everybody else. So. Yeah, totally. Um, so shout out to everybody that came out and uh, we miss you guys and hopefully we can all get together very, very soon and do something. Um, you guys will always be our, uh, our first, you know, <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and for, um, for those of you that are interested, like there was pictures posted up on the Facebook group. So I'm sure you can go back and, um, and take a look at uh, the page and see those pictures uh, of, you know, who was there and what, what uh, the Canyon looked like. Yeah. So we're going to stick, um, we're going to stick to the topics of kind of, uh, you know, larger Canyon experiences with, with groups of people uh, and talk about another kind of meetup we were at just a, a week or two ago. Right, Steve? Yeah. So it just so happens the last few weeks we've been, you know, with a lot of groups and doing a lot of things. Um, so it was Uberfest, uh, their first, or Uber Adventures had their first Uberfest since being bought by Todd Cole and uh, Ben. So Todd Cole and Ben are the new owners of Uberfest, or Uber Adventures. This was their first uh, fest, which would be the same thing as a rendezvous. Uh, and we went to that. So, so to take a step back, because this is kind of ironic, because usually we talk about stuff that is a little bit more like Utah specific, but Uberfest is is a little less Utah specific. And I think people are more familiar with it in other states like California and Arizona. So for those of mm-hmm. you that have no idea. Nevada. Yeah. yeah who, who Uber Adventures is like, who are they, Steve? Um, so Uber is basically the equivalent to, if you live in Utah, uh, the ACA. In a, in and I might a, in get a some way. backlash for saying that. In a way, yeah. In yeah. a way, they're they're different, but it's kind of as the an organ. It's like an organizing body or structure for like learning and resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're very similar. And they certify. Yes. So if That's you want to be a certified canyon guide. Uh, you have a uh, ACE is what Uber Adventure certifies you with. Um, oh, that's the name of their certification. So you can go with them um, or the ACA. Um, but yeah, they're 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 based out of California, and they've been around for for many years. And they're they just got bought by the, the Todd, uh, Ben, and Cole. So they're trying to expand and bring back a lot of the things that uh, they used to do many years back, which, you know, Uber Adventure stopped doing. But um, but yeah, they're predominantly Arizona, Nevada, California. Utah seems to be mostly 
ACA, the American Canyoneering Association. Like when we talked to the PNW guys, you know, they seem to have, you know, V7 up there and the, what's the other one? The Portland Manzamas? Yep, the Manzamas, yeah. Yeah, those are them. Those are kind of like the governing bodies per se in those areas. Um, so yeah, and then Uber, they do do courses. I think the only place they do courses in Utah would be here in Moab where I live. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so the three guys, they bought, they bought Uber, um, almost a year ago and this was their first rendezvous, their first event they put together and they called it Uberfest and it was located, it took place in Capitol Reef National or outside Capitol Reef National Park in Utah. Yep. Yeah. Just outside the park. <clears throat> and, uh, we had a campsite where everybody met up and um, was mm-hmm. kind of like based out of. Uh, so it was like, I don't know. There, I think there ended up being somewhere like 60 to 80 people. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, everybody either like camped in a tent or like camped in their car. I think there is like some people even camped in RVs and things like that. Uh, yep. So it was... Uh, a really cool social event because I mean, I met people from Las Vegas, from California, from Arizona, from Colorado, um, who, you know, either had never canyoned in Utah before, or, you know, maybe hadn't been in Capitol reef before. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I remember having a really interesting conversation with the guy from, California talking about wetsuits and, you know, he was telling me about um, how he actually uses uh, a wetsuit that is designed for biathletes or triathletes. I don't remember which. Um, mm-hmm. And like triathlons. Yeah. And, and he says, um, because it's like really, really tight fitting. And it's really a delicate wetsuit, but he's like with, you know, with all the layers that he wears on top of it and pads, um, it's generally not an issue. So it's like really cool stories that, uh, you know, canyoning here in Utah probably wouldn't ever hear about. Um, yeah. So that, that was the Uberfest, it, yeah, go ahead. You, you got there. It was a long Uberfest. I mean, it was a long rendezvous or whatever you want to call it. We'll call it just Uberfest. Uh, it was a long festival. It started on a Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. And ended on a Sunday. And you actually were there um, for the whole time. More or less. I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I think you got there on a Wednesday. I got there Wednesday night, um, which I don't know that they were running any canyons Wednesday day. Uh, mm-hmm. And to kind of also give you some idea, like they, uh, and I say they being, you know, the people that organized Uber. They had set up yeah. sign-up sheets for different days and different canyons that were in the area uh, within Capitol Reef, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you hadn't signed up online, they also had paper sign-up sheets there. Um, another really yeah. cool thing that they had done is uh, they had printed out and laminated the beta for canyons. So if you weren't really sure uh, about, you know which can you wanted to go to or check out, like you could kind of go through the betas without having to like go online and, and check it out. Um, 
So the which go ahead to point out that did you notice that they were all from Blue Gnome? They were either from Blue Gnome or Road Trip Ryan. Yeah, they had both. Yeah. Um, which you know, oh, I I tend to use, and it might be a Utah thing. Rope Wiki, strictly Rope Wiki, and uh, Road Trip Ryan. Yeah, I, I I would say my experience is pretty consistent with that too. I I don't use Blue Gnome as often, which mm-hmm. kind of led me to my decisions in, in what I was going to do while I was there in Capitol Reef was, you know, I, <laughs> I kind of was like, all right, I don't use Blue Gnome very often. So I'm actually going to try and run the canyons that they, that Blue Gnome has beta for that road trip. Ryan doesn't. Um, yeah. Just to kind of see if it's, you know, maybe a less popular Canyon. Yeah. Which is funny to think that one, one, um, one website would have a canyon and another wouldn't, right? Right. You'd think it would be it really closely close knit with what one has, the other one would have. I think but I've I, I think Ropewiki usually does the best job of that. Like trying to list out the websites that have betas for them. Um yeah. but at the same time, like it's it's there's no universal source, you know, there's no one truth for for betas. Yeah, and uh, I mean so, that was the, that's the other crazy thing that I'll talk about real quick was, um, you know, there's there's a lot of canyons that are called show don't tell, um, mm-hmm. which are, are basically like local secret canyons that aren't posted online, um, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people at the uh, rendezvous um, had known a lot of those types of canyons in the area. So a few, a few people even got to go and see canyons like that, um, that, uh, didn't have betas online, just, uh, just kind of yeah. as, as, as a treat by, by people that knew the area. Mm-hmm. And those are always fun experiences. I mean, here in Moab, uh, we kind of have, we have that in, uh, two canyons, Lomation and Krill, which are actually in the national park. You won't, you won't find beta on the canyon. Um, it's word of mouth, you know, people that have done it before. And there, I, I know canyoneers that come out to Utah and they'll spend their time trying to find the route and they'll go out there and spend a day and leave, come back a couple months later and they track where they've been and then they keep trying to find it. You know, it's a cool experience to be in a canyon like that. That's a lot less touched than um a lot of the the canyons out there but yeah um so john you get there wednesday at this canyon if you know if if somebody's listening right now and they're getting into canyoneering and they're like you know i really want to go to a rendezvous what what do i expect right And, and granted every rendezvous is slightly different but with uberfest what would you how would you describe the day to day activities or what would what went on to somebody who's kind of on the fence on signing up to a rendezvous and going to one yeah or just wants to know you know what do i expect what what should i bring what what do i do okay. during a rendezvous because i'm not i'm not canyoning 24 hours of the day right you know and that was kind of the interesting part was how different the days were um you know my my first day there uh because I hadn't signed up beforehand, 
uh, I, I was kind of left with the options of, okay, I can jump onto someone else's group, um, or I can start my own group if, you know, if I'm qualified enough and, um, mm-hmm. and run a canyon canyon with someone else. And I had known that, um, Sean bro was going to be there, uh, later. Shout out Sean bro. Shout out Sean bro. He's going to be there later that, uh, that day, that night. And, um, so I, I really wanted to run a Canyon with him. Uh, and, uh, I also knew that Josh Allen was going to be coming down, um, rod mm-hmm. trails. And so, you know, I was really hesitant to throw all three of us onto someone else's group. So, you know, I, I went and looked at the Canyon groups and it's like, all right, well, out of these canyons, what looks interesting, we're going to, well, all right, we'll run this one. I signed Sean and Josh up and, um, and so the, uh, with, within that, uh, rendezvous, there had been some other people that I had never met before. They signed up for their group as well. Um, so we all met up the next day and, and, uh, kind of introduced each other and, um, kind of decided on what the plan was. We were going a little bit back and forth on the, what canyon we were going to do because, Sean didn't really have time. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we, we ended up heading out to wonder Wally's wonderland, I think is what it was called, what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a three B. Okay. Um, we were really concerned about there being water in the Canyon. Um, and based on the beta we had read that seemed possible and um nobody else really had ran it uh around to to really talk about it and then Josh had gotten there the next day and he's he says yeah the last time i ran this there's there's like almost no water and so you know he told me at the last minute he's like yo don't bring don't bring your wetsuit you're going to be packing around all day long and so um Sean gave us a, a ride to the canyon, and uh, at the last minute, I just left my wetsuit in the car. And uh, you know, the, the, the canyon was bone dry the entire time, so it was like, yeah, really, really solid read. Was super grateful to not have it. <clears throat> there was one pothole that potentially, you know, you could have gotten wet, but um, you know, we we did like enough maneuvering and stemming to just kind of go over and around it. Um, but it ended up being a, like a super fun, chill Canyon. The four of us, um, you know, it ended up being Josh, myself and, uh, and two of the other people down at the rendezvous, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, um, had also never used some of the, um, glacier black gear that I had down there with me. And, um, yeah. And so they wanted to try some of that canyon that that gear in the canyon. So I'll talk a little bit more about like kind of gear and kind of how that was at the rendezvous. But um, you know, I had an extra, um, I had an extra pivot with me, an extra Palicoa pivot, and uh, mm-hmm. I I I'm using um, a Glacier Black Cascade rope, and so we did the Canyon with those and, and they were like really, really stoked to try out the, the different gear. Um, and 
at the end of the canyon, um, he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, he's this, this descender's fantastic. And, um, you know, he, he really liked the rope and because Glacier Black was one of the, um, companies that had gear at the rendezvous, they were able to buy both of those products, um, basically Mm -hmm. when, when we got back to camp. So like that's that's the other part of the rendezvous that we didn't really talk about previously is was um, they had some gear sponsorships. So the um, you know the two major companies that had gear at the rendezvous were uh, Glacier Black Gear and another company called Slot Desert Gear. Mm-hmm. And so both out of Moab. Both out of Moab. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And so on Thursday, and this was the same day we in that canyon. At night, uh, Uber had arranged for those companies to do some product demonstrations um, mm-hmm. to everybody that was at the fest. So, um, you know, the once we got back to the canyon, or once we got back from the canyon, we go back to camp and just kind of like hung out for a while. We finished the canyon pretty early, and so the uh, the demos started around like seven or eight o'clock. And, um, we had, uh, seen from, from slot desert gear. I think uh, his name was, uh, Mike and, and, uh, Dave, right? Yeah. I think Mike is the director of operations and Dave is the designer of the packs. Yeah. So Dave had actually demoed the rope system in their pack, um, in their slot pack. Uh, and so, it was uh, really cool to see, like from the manufacturer, like okay, this is how the product is designed to be used, uh, and mm-hmm. really kind of see it in action. Um, and then, you know, I know that they were also letting people try the bags out in the canyons, um, and they had bags for for people to buy there too. So a few people ended up buying um, buying those slot bags, and they're really good looking bags. Um, Mm -hmm. like if you haven't seen them on social media, like you, you probably will soon. Um, just, uh, it, it was, uh, really interesting to kind of see, uh, an integrated rope system in a bag. So, um, check them out online. If, you know, if, if, uh, if it, if, if it sounds interesting to you, the other, um, like I mentioned previously, Glacier Black was the other one. So Sean, Sean bro that had come down from uh, Seattle was there to demo the glacier black gear uh, and to talk about like the different ropes and the different descenders, um, which I think is probably something that you, you like, you're probably really familiar with, right, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. I would think I'm slightly familiar with probably, with, uh, probably slightly familiar with glacier black gear and, and what they make. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't end up going to Uberfest until, or arriving to Uberfest until Friday afternoon. So I did miss, uh, Sean, shout out Sean, bro. Shout out Sean bro. Uh, I did miss his demo and I did miss Dave and Mike and their demo was slot. Um, but I know that Glacier Black does have, you know, the ropes and that's people have been waiting for a long time for us to get uh, these ropes available. But Sean, 
demoed the egress, which is our, uh, you know, polyester Dyneema, polyester core rope, uh, the Cascade, as well as the B-52, which you can find all that stuff online at glazierblack.com. And then, of course, like John said, slot was there with Dave and Mike. And, and, and I'm, I want to talk about the slot bag, too, because uh, Mike gifted me a bag uh, when I arrived on Friday. And I used that slot bag and I used the, the oh, Canyon right. 26. Yeah. I remember in, yeah. in uh, Cassidy on, on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yep. And so I wasn't, I wasn't there for the demo. So I did not see the rope system. I know I talked to Dave and he explained to me, you know, without showing just, you know, over some beers talking, explaining the rope system um, I still need to see it live in action to make an opinion about it. Um, but if everybody who knows me personally, I love innovation, no matter who it is, what it is. I love innovation. I think this is an awesome idea. I just need to see it. So I didn't get to see the guide 50, which is their larger pack or the repeat 38, which is their medium. But Mike came over. He said, Hey Steve, uh, I want to give you this pack. And it was a Canyon 26. Uh, and not to get too much into what we did Saturday yet. Um, I really, really like this pack and I didn't, I didn't use it for any rope management, things like that. I literally just use it as a normal Canyon backpack. And I think it was, I mean, I literally an eight out of 10, this pack was so comfortable. It was so easy to grab a zipper. Um, I, I, you really have to go online and check them out. And, you know, I, I, me owning a gear company, you know, I'm, I'm really into gear. I love gear. I love design. I love the manufacturing aspect of things and the slot bags. I can't say enough about this one bag I used the Canyon 26. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, and John, if you remember when we were in Cassidy, I kept saying like, I don't even feel like I have a backpack on. Yeah, I do remember. Like, it, it, it was, it was so comfortable and light and it's so well put together. Um, I truly think that that slot is going to go places in the, in the community. And there's a big empty, there's a big empty gap right now uh, in the Canyoneering community with bags and backpacks. And they're coming in at a perfect time and they have a, phenomenal product at least and i'm, I'm speaking to that one bag because i have not seen or tried the other two bags but i'm speaking on the canyon 26 bag so that's my gushing over gear sorry john no that's that that, that was uh that was perfect I, I, you know it was like not not something you really get the opportunity to really do very often, you know, especially depending on where you live. Like I talk to people that don't really have canyoneering stores in their area. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, to be able to try a new descender or even be able to buy a descender without, you know, having to do it online. Um, it was a, it was a really fun part of the fest. So yeah. I'm, and then buying gear, with the people who designed it right there with you. Yeah. So if you have questions, you're not jumping on where, how, what it's like, I'm buying it directly from the company, the people, the person who designed this. I have questions right now. 
I'm going to get answers, the most flawless answers that can be given, yeah. <laughs> right? And both, both there, local companies no, too. Right. So, um, and it, my experience is that you do find people like this in multiple different types of rendezvous. This isn't, you know, maybe the presentation aspect of Glacier Black and Slot during Uberfest might be a little different, but a lot of the rendezvous I've went to, and I'll just talk in the past 12 months, there's a lot of people who are designers and owners of gear companies. You see them out. I mean, you know, so going just back, side note, rendezvous are very, very good to get information from gear to how to use things and even to open your eyes to new and, and up and coming companies that are coming, you know? Yeah. And I think it, one of the most interesting things that I always find is like, what are you wearing on your descender or, you know, like what are you wearing on your harness? Um, mm -hmm. It's like d different depending on every single cannoneer that you meet and kind of seeing how everybody does it, you know, a little bit differently. Uh, you know, kind of fun to get your own ideas or see if there's maybe something that, you know, someone does a certain way that you like. Um, yep. You know, all of the Canyon leaders there were like really knowledgeable. So it was like really great to see um, good anchoring and good safety practices. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really hear of really any major issues in any of the Canyons at all. Um, yeah. So overall, uh, the the gear kind of aspect of it was really fun, and that was uh, that was what happened Thursday night. Friday was my push day. Um, uh, Josh had this really really cool route planned that linked up two different canyons, um, and I I'm, I'm probably not going to go into it too much. Just because I I did a write up of it online, um, so if you're if you're interested in the details, um, and especially the pictures, like there's one of the canyons called Adorable or Aperture, um, has just some really amazing rock features in it, uh, and um, so it it ended up just being a really tough day of um, like just going hard and fast through uh you know through the trail and through the canyon um i think it ended up being almost like 15 miles uh somewhere like 18 to 20 hours worth of canyon beta and and we ended up i mean i think josh i'm gonna say josh ended up finishing it in 11 hours because he definitely got back to the car like an hour earlier than i did but um right. uh you know it was it was a super crazy, fast, awesome, hard day um, that I just kind of like passed out from. Um, so the next day was, and that was kind of like you got there that night, uh, mm -hmm. right? Like I remember you got there and then we planned on doing a canyon the next day, um, which was... Yeah, so I, I got in Friday mid-afternoon. I think it was about three o'clock ish you guys were still in the canyon i met up with sean shout out sean bro shout out sean, bro. Uh, met up with sean we did um we had some glacier black meeting stuff we wanted to accomplish 
uh, prior to meeting up with anybody. Uh, <laughs> and then we went to the, the burger truck and that's when we met up with you guys and, uh, yeah, we got food and then it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, we get back to camp and, you know, Sean's like, I gotta, I, I have to go back to Portland. I gotta drive back to Salt Lake city. Josh Allen's like, yo, I gotta, you know, his, I think his, his girlfriend had surgery uh, a couple days prior. So he had to get back to her. So it's funny. Cause I, I arrive and everybody's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you, you were, you were drained from the epic day. Epic in a good way, not an epic uh, failure. Yep. Um, but, you know, for, for the, the awesome day you had, but you were just done. I was, <laughs> you I was dead, to sleep. man. I was totally dead. You were dead. You were dead. So I get there and I'm just like, all right, <laughs> everybody's gone. Everybody's leaving and I'm just here by myself. Uh, no, which is fun because then you can just walk around and meet new people. And um, so it was good. But luckily you recovered and we signed up late that night for a canyon or we we created our own canyon right yeah we we did made our made our own well uh, you know i i was like i knew that i was gonna want to take it easy the next day so i was like all right you know we need to have a really slow chill group um and so i'm not gonna really tax another group with that let's you know let's hit cassidy yeah well worth it, right? Cassidy was fun. Oh man, uh, beautiful. Eleven a.m. Cassidy Arch. I think we we went and got coffee first, right? Coffee and yeah, we went to this <laughs> pastries. little bakery coffee shop that was in Toray. No, it wasn't in Toray. It was in uh, whatever the little town next to next to there is. But yeah. yeah, we went. We woke. up. It was just like such a getting breakfast and then taking a shower and um you know, finally getting into the car and making it to na- the national park. I think we got on the trail around probably 1130, 1140, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and once again, just like Pine Creek, this is a very, very, very popular trail um, or canyoneering route. So lots of people, I mean, you're, you're hiking up to a viewpoint. So there's tons of people just hiking to the viewpoint and then tons of people who are, you know, doing the canyon. But also, John, you have a write up on that one too, right? Online. Yeah, I did. I did a write up on that with pictures up on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and the interesting thing about that write up was like we had some some pretty close calls. Um, so like I kind of talked about that in a little bit more detail. Um, yeah, and I think, I think John John saved saved someone's life. We we both saved potentially we both saved someone's life that day, man. Like it was it was crazy. Yeah, uh, it was a crazy day. The cool thing about Cassidy is, it ends up being like six or seven repels and um, not much of a, an exit. You just go right to the car, right? Yeah, it was it was very fun. Um, big big nice airy r- repels. 230 footers back to back. Um, then you got, you know, some real tight section, small, and I'm just throwing it out, maybe 14 feet, 20 feet, like small like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was beautiful. The weather was, I mean, we got a cold front that came in. Um, you walked across so the, the sketchy was, bridge. Oh yeah, please. 
so I'm, I'm 220 pounds, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a light, <laughs> a light boy. And, uh, you know, John's six foot two, a hundred pounds soaking wet. And, you know, he just has this angel prance to him over this 200 year old bridge. And he's like, come on, Steve, you could do it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I weigh like three times as much as you. And I'm not going to like prance across. I'm going to be like, gah, gah, gah. Uh, luckily he psyched me into doing it and I ran as fast as I could. And I think I hugged the tree at the end. <laughs> yeah, I was back to, back to safety. Uh, but no, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful, um, Canyon, lots of people, but we, we were, once we passed the first, once we were able to pass that one group, it was, it was beautiful. We were yeah. kind of solo until we caught up to the, the next, yeah, we, um, and we it just so happened that the people we caught up to were also part of the Uberfest. The other two that were behind us, you know, they were not, they were other groups, but uh but yeah, and then we actually finished the canyon with the group that left at 9 a.m. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um so it was cool though, finishing with other Uber uh Uberfest people and and all getting back to camp around the same time. Um the other thing, I know you mentioned uh about like camping situations in the night we i just mentioned we had the cold front so it was like 68 degrees in the daytime which is perfect um but it was freezing cold with that cold front at so night. windy to the point i brought my tent and um oh the wind too yeah but i ended up sleeping in my jeep <laughs> i was like nope it is freezing cold outside uh slept in my jeep um but it was fun it was it was fun. John dropping uh, the microphone. Um, so, yeah, and that was that was uh, Saturday, right? We got back from from the canyon, and then once we got back, I think we picked up some beers and took some showers and got ready, and then we had the potluck. Yeah, the potluck was super fun. There was, uh, you know, a lot of people lot of food uh everybody was kind of talking about their canyon experiences and uh and then um they did a movie yep yep and potlucks are common with most meetups or most fest and most rendezvous um it tends to be one day of the meetup or the get together um, it tends to be one of the nights. Usually if it's a weekend, it's, it falls on the Saturday night. Uh, but everybody brings something to contribute and it's a big, basically a big, huge dinner and it was good. I think I, I, I probably ate probably 3000 calories worth of beer <laughs> and 15 calories worth of food. <laughs> yeah. So, um, super fun. You know, I think I think that in most rendezvous or most most fest uh, or meetups, the the night of the dinner or the potluck is my favorite night. It's usually when the giveaways happen. If they have like drawings or raffles, it's usually when you you know everyone's more comfortable with knowing everybody. You know, a lot of people are drinking. You know, it's just like a very fun atmosphere because it that Saturday night's usually the last. 
that's the last, right? That's you, what you do Saturday is, you know, there is some of the, the warriors who will go out Sunday before most people go home, but I would say a majority of people wake up Sunday morning and leave or uh, leave late uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Definitely kind of like the last hurrah. Yeah. It's like the last dude. It was a great few days. Let's share contact information. Let's share a beer. Let's laugh a few more times and then uh, we'll catch you the next rendezvous or the next, next year or who knows. So um, it's always good vibes, right? Like I always feel it's always, it's always good. Yeah, it was, it was like really nice to just meet so many people from so many places um, and just have like something really cool in common. Yeah. And you learn a lot, right? And, and that's, that's ideal. You know, it, when you're new to the sport, when you're, you've been in the sport for a few months or a few years, it's always great to freshen up on your skills, to learn new skills and, you know, to see different ways people are doing things because, you know, like we've talked about, you know, there's many times in the Canyon that there's 10 answers to one problem. Right. So absolutely all in all the past two weekends i mean or the past two i guess i'll give it three weeks that you've you guys missed us uh we've been doing a lot we've been out a lot we've been um just being in the community and the community that john and i both love and and getting FaceTime with people and and freshening up our skills and and like john said with his trip with josh uh, on that Friday, you know, pushing, pushing ourselves to the limit, you know, and really accomplishing things that, you know, we, we wouldn't dream of. So, yeah. And I mean, that's the great thing about canyoneering is like that limit can look different for everybody, you know, like to some people, I remember seeing a post on Facebook, maybe today or yesterday where someone was like, Hey, I, I am, 65 or 70 years old and and I want to get into canyoneering or do this canyon like is Pine Creek ever an option for me is that ever feasible so it's like to some people that's their limit Pine Creek is pushing their limit um so mm-hmm. you know whatever that means to you go out and and do it and uh you know like it's just it's great to really have that experience with other people in the canyon yeah and if you need help you need you need answer uh any questions answered you know you can always reach out to john and i or there's plenty of like we talked about facebook groups and forums where you know the community's there to help majority of us want to help and and see the sport grow and see the sport grow safely so we're here absolutely um anything planned john i mean anything planned coming up that we're doing or you're doing or uh i'm doing there's very good potential that i will be in moab um in the next week or two Mm -hmm. uh and then we we were talking earlier potentially heading out to ura right yeah um i think that unfortunately um i will not be making it to the ura Canyon Festival in in August, but uh, 
I know the Glacier Black team will be there. I know John will be there. Yep. Um, so unfortunately, I'm not going to make it. But and I think they're still taking River- registrations for for that fest too for for URA. So URA's the registration starts July 1st. Okay. Um, but I know that Glacier Black staff are going due to the sponsorship uh, of, of the festival. So, um, But because I'm not going, I know our f- good friend Riverdale Ray. Shout out Riverdale Ray. Shout out to Riverdale Ray. Um, Raymond Pacheco. Uh, he, his birthday, he's trying to plan something for his birthday in Ure. And because I'm going to be gone, I'll be in Brazil for a month. Um, definitely be hitting canyons down there. So, uh, we will be doing the podcast and I'll be doing it from Brazil. John will be doing it forever. John's at, uh, but Brazil, because I'll be in, (laughs) not Brazil. Um, maybe Iceland. I don't know. We'll just throw him on a plane somewhere. Let's do it. Um, so because I'm not going to be in Uray, I want to go to Uray and do some canyons. Uh, and Riverdale Ray is planning something uh, for the end of June. Right, John? June? That's right. Yep. June. Riverdale so Royal birthday I'm going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be uh, Riverdale Ray birthday extravaganza. In Uray. Um, in Uray, Colorado. So, I mean, I know, I know Riverdale Ray would love anybody to come and 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 uh be part of it and i know riverdale ray this will be his relatively first or second c-class canyon extravaganza i'm pretty sure first so anybody who you know is thinking about yeah that sounds cool hearing us talk about it don't feel afraid you know well let's 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 say this let's say this steve all right. You, you know, you show us a, a, enough interest and we'll make it a, a formal thing, you know, like give us, yeah. give us some feedback, shout out in social media. Um, you know, let us know that that's something that you would like us to organize. Um, because I, you know, I, I know that, uh, our, our friend Ray is definitely the more the merrier kind of person. So, you know, if we can that get something, Ray. if we can get something rolling, uh, I think that uh, that would that would totally work out. So we, you know, we could do podcast meetup Redux Part Two. Um, if there's a happy birthday interest, edition, happy birthday Ray edition. Um, yep. So just let us know that's something. What you need to call it's Riverdale Ray or Raymond. Can't be Ray. Riverdale Ray or Raymond. Yes. Because I know I'm, I know he's going to call me as soon as he listens to this and be like, Steve, I told you my name's Raymond, not Ray. <laughs> but I'll take the slack, whatever. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited to get back in the podcast. It's been a couple of weeks and, and it feels good to, you know, get some content out to our listeners and then get everybody back involved. And hopefully the last two weeks, everybody's been out in the canyons anyway and, and doing some epic things. So uh, yeah. tag us in some posts, share with us what you've been doing. Uh, let us know what's going on. And, and once again, you know, we, there's a big community and, and we love to see everybody out doing things amazing and yeah. safely. And keep the conversation going. One of the, th- the things that I love hearing is just feedback. Um, you know, what you like hearing, 
what you like hearing more or less of. Um, you know, it's all good stuff. And, um, you know, that's what we're here for is, is to kind of talk about yeah. stuff, stuff in the Canyon that you want to talk about. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and it I, doesn't, in our podcast, if, if, if you're a listener on a, on a weekly basis, you know, we're not, not every week's a classroom, right? We're not, we're not, we're not given classroom studies every week in the podcast. John and I just like to conversate. We like to conversate about things going on in the community, you know, our experience in the community, how we can offer or direct people in the right area for answers to things, right? It's just, we just, it's just casual, fun hangout. Absolutely. Well, I think we want, uh, we want everybody to join us. I think that's probably going to catch us up for, for now. Yep. And then we'll have a new episode this week coming up. We will not be on vacation. Nope. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let us know. Get at us on social media, Instagram, Facebook uh, group. Let us know your questions, comments, concerns. Until next time, stay safe. Take care.